Have you ever felt that life is kind of like a roller coaster, success like a roller coaster? You go up and then it comes down and it's up and then it's down and it's up and it's down. And it's like, you know what? It doesn't need to be all up, right? But how do you just make it not go down? Why can't it just be up and then like plateau? Have you ever felt like that? If I were to only have one thing, like you, I could only pick one thing that fixed that problem, the thing that has allowed me to have more success in life than any other component, prevented uh, my success from going backwards, continued to move my life forward. If I could only pick one thing, it would be the relationships that I have built, particularly with high-level people. So if you've ever wondered how to go and build relationships with high-level people, people that have the ability to change your life, people that are successful, people that are influential, people that can help you, and you're not sure how, this episode is for you. And I wanna break down three things that I believe, that I have experienced, and I know for sure for me, but that that I believe make up these relationships with these high-level people and how they think, right? Because that's like ultimately what it is. And so as, you know, as entrepreneurs, I think we go through, and I'm sure you've experienced this, it's like, ugh, it's up, down, up, down. How, how do people get so, so high up? And I know for me, like, I, if I make, you know, a million dollars, I don't want to go million dollars to zero, million dollars to zero, million dollars, it's like a million dollars, okay, I can come down a little bit, but it's like, how do I, how do I, like, stop stressing out that I'm going to lose everything? How do I stop stressing out and, like, feel like I've reached a new bottom in life? You know what I'm talking about? It's like, I don't want to keep going up and down and up and down. And so, When it comes to relationships, I did not understand the power of relationships until I had actually experienced what one looked like when done correctly, like with high, high level people. And I think this is when it comes to being influential, when it comes to selling more things. So, you know, maybe you sell stuff, um, you know, maybe you're trying to build your influence, your show, whatever that thing is. Relationships are the absolute key with this, but most people don't actually explain how to go through and do this, right? So my first major relationship, by the way, what like the, the, that breakthrough moment, right? Where I like, whoa, I actually understand like how this works. Like new level of success unlocked was with Russell Brunson, okay? And once I experienced that, I started to apply those principles that I had now experienced and understood to relationships with people that I already had. And then as I started to do that, what happened was, is you know that stress you wake up with, like as an entrepreneur and you're like, oh my gosh, what if I lose everything? Or oh my gosh, like I gotta keep, hold everything together. Or, oh my gosh, like I don't know, like how do these people go and do everything? And you know, how, how do people... How do people just seem to know everybody or how do like people get all the answers to everything? It feels like I'm never, there's just this nonstop stress. It's like once I figured out that the way to solve that was not with more money, although money helps make it easier to do that, but rather by the relationships that I built and I started focusing on those, not only did that stress go away, but I had a lot more success and I made a lot more money in the process because relationships are the currency of the wealthy. Now, I wanna be clear. This I'm going to approach these relationships and the, the, how I talk about this through the lens of business and money. But this, this can be universally applied to relationships uh, in, in the health space, relationships in the, in the relationship space, relationship anywhere. But what happened was, is when I went, and before I, I, before I really had a relationship with Russell Brunson, what I re- thought was, is that I was never good enough. What I re- thought was, is that I had to impress people. What I thought was, is that my results or the things that I did externally determined whether or not someone would like me. You with me? Okay. So 
every single relationship I had with anyone, I always felt like I wasn't good enough. It sucked. You ever felt this, right? And because I didn't feel like I was good enough, I showed up from a place not of power, but I showed up from a place of desperation, of insecurity, of trying to like posture, of trying to like prove that I was enough and that I was good enough, right? And so at the lowest point of my life, and I'm not gonna go into the, the whole story, I, I, I've told it a million times, but when my, you know, my wife gets sick with intestinal eating parasite overseas, we fly back. I basically have like out of all my money, lose everything, you know, overnight. Um, I, I'm in the basement, right? I hire Katie. And Katie my, was my mindset coach, Katie Richardson, ended up paying a hundred grand. And I remember I was, I was trying at the time to like build relationships with high level people. And, and specifically, I was trying to build this relationship with Russell Brunson. I was trying to get Russell Brunson's attention and, you know, like, I don't know, I just want to be friends with Russell because it was so cool, right? And so I remember Katie asking me, she was like, Josh, why are you trying to go and impress Russell Brunson? And I was like, um, cause I like want to be friends with him and I want to like be around him. And like, he helped me with so much things. And she's like, yeah, but like, why are you chasing him? Why do you think, and this was the kind of that, that turning point moment. Why do you think that he is above you? And I'm like, what do you mean? Like he's got a billion dollar company, right? He's got a billion dollars. He's got, he's so successful, so much influence or whatever. Right. And she's like, Josh, that doesn't make, mean he's above you. Yes, he might've done more things than you. He might've been more externally successful, but you're putting him on a pedestal, right? She's like, when you do that, you lose all your power. When you do that, now it, you're needy. Nobody wants to be friends with someone that's needy. And I'm like, okay. And she goes, why don't you just focus on becoming someone that Russell would want to be friends with? Why not just focus on being you? Why not focus on being a powerful person? Because do you know how Russell and people like him, do you know what they want? Do you know how they think? Do you know how they build friends? They want to be friends with people that are powerful. They want to be friends with other powerful people, not needy people. And it was like this first time in my life that I had this aha, this kind of realization moment of like, oh, wait, I can do that? Like, I was just like, I was so surprised by this. I was like, hmm. So when she said that, and what, what, she start, what we started to work on was, how do I myself become a person of power? How do I myself go and become someone that is someone that people want to have a relationship with? Does it make sense? And so, what I realized and what I learned that I didn't realize or understand at the time, and I didn't even believe it at the time, was Katie said and taught me that, Josh, your external results are not the only thing that matter in a relationship. In fact, they're like one of the, they don't matter to a certain extent. I mean, they, they do it in a way, but she's like, that's not what builds the relationship because the relationship with that, uh, someone has nothing to do with the results you're not having a relationship with results. You're having a relationship with the person. And so this completely started to shift my thinking. And when I did this, when I made this shift, what happened was is like, like a couple of months later, it wasn't very long later, Russell Brunson made the first comment on my post. And he reached out to me. And we ended up going and he reached out to me to be on my, uh, my show. And we ended up having a three and a half hour conversation 
on my podcast, on my talk show, right? About Atlas Shrugged. And Russell and I became friends. And I've, you know, he, I've had him on my show multiple times. I've now spoken on stage at FHL. We talk quite a bit. I've been over to his house. We have, we're, we're, we're very good friends now, right? But it was because I was no longer being needy of Russell. I was no longer being needy of not just Russell. This is universally applied, but I actually became someone that people wanted to go and be friends with. Now, it's not just about like, oh, I want to be friends with you. You're cool or whatever. There's some principles here that I'm going to go through, like three core principles that I believe uh, make these relationships uh, work powerfully. But when I applied these same principles to other relationships, what happened was is other relationships in my life started to become very, very strong and very, very powerful. And the people that were in my life that were powerful people, all of a sudden, I became much better friends with them. And everyone in my life that was not powerful, that was not operating at that level, was kind of like, I don't want to say pushed away, but almost like intimidated or like we, we, we became less friends or talked less not because I was better than them or they were worse or somebody else was better or whatever, but because now the type of person that I was choosing to operate at did not match the type of person that they were operating at, right? It matched the type of people that I wanted to go and become friends and build relationships with. A perfect example of this is Brad Gibb. Brad Gibb is now one of my best friends, right? Much better friends than Russell and I, right? He is someone that I respect. Brad is a very successful man. He, Brad is the smartest human being that I've ever met in my life, personally, right? And Brad and I have gone through and made a lot of money together. He's paid me a lot of money. We've made money together. And I've learned more about wealth and money from him than probably any other person on the planet. He charges tens of thousands of dollars for coaching. I get to talk to him on a weekly basis. Why? Because I became the person that operated in that manner. And so what I learned through studying these relationships, and I become obsessed with really understanding what makes a great relationship. I want to walk through the, these three things. And these three things are the things that like in a business relationship specifically, work incredibly, incredibly well, all right? The first thing if, is if you want to go and become a powerful person and have a, a high-level relationship with someone that I have found is first, you must connect with someone on values, okay? Think about this. If I have a completely different set of values, beliefs, and the way that I operate, then the person that I am trying to go and build a relationship with, I probably am not going to go and have a relationship with that person because the values and beliefs that we hold are the truest things of what define us. We're not gonna go and compromise on those things. Those are the things that form up our identity. It's like who we are. So if those things misalign, then you're not gonna be able to go and have a relationship with that person, nor would you want to. So the very first thing that I had to do is I had to figure out wait a second, not what values does somebody else have, right? But rather, what values and beliefs do I hold myself, right? This was what Katie was talking about when she was saying, okay, no, 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 Josh, you've got to figure out you. Because I didn't know who I was. I didn't know what I stood for. I didn't know what I believed. I didn't know what I valued. I didn't know how I operated. And so suddenly when I was like, okay, wait a second, what are the values that are important to me? Well, right? Like I value the truth and telling the truth. I value integrity, right? I value being a man of my word, right? I value, I have family values. I, I value the family. I, I value religion, right? Religious and moral values, right? And so I started listing these things out and realizing this. Well, then I realized something. Oh, wait a second. The type of people that I'm going to go through and have a relationship with 
are going to share at least one of my values. And the more values that we share, the better a relationship we are going to have, right? I would say that Dan Henry and I, right, we are pretty good friends. Dan Henry's quite successful. Dan Henry and I share less values than Brad and I share, right? We do. That doesn't mean that Dan Henry and I aren't friends, right? I have a tremendous amount of respect for Dan Henry, right? But the values that, because we connect on fewer values than where Brad Gibb and I connect, Brad Gibb and I are gonna be, have a stronger relationship than Dan Henry and I in this category. It's one, this is one of three categories, right? See how this is working? So like step number one of building a powerful relationship with someone is to understand your own values so that you know when you have the option or the opportunity to go and have conversations and build relationships with people, right? You know where you're going to connect with these people on. Your values, beliefs, right? Your values. So that's step one. Because when you do this, it's like instantaneously. It's like, oh, right? Like if somebody was non-religious and you are religious, you're probably not gonna connect on that value. But if you're religious and somebody else is religious, instantaneously, you're probably immediately going to like and trust them more just because you connect on that value, right? So step one. Secondly then is once I know what my values are and I'm gonna understand that I'm gonna connect with these people on value is your ability to go and make that person's life better and in a true relationship, that person making your life better. Meaning, mutual uh, mutual benefit of the actual relationship itself, okay? Because like, at the end of the day, relationships are, they have, they have parts to them. And while values are the core, they sit at the center of that, I might share values with somebody and we might be very, very similar on values, but there's lots of people in the world, right? There's lots of different, you know, mil billions of people I could have a relationship with the ones that I'm actually going to go and further that relationship with, keep a relationship up with, are the ones where they make my life better and I make their life better. Make sense? Like if I did not make Brad's life better, we wouldn't be friends. If he didn't make my life better, we wouldn't be friends. Vice versa with Dan Henry. Vice versa with Russell Brunson. Vice versa in any relationship that you have, right? And so... What I have found specifically, because I want to get tactical here in the business space specifically, okay, this is going to be different in the health space, going to be different in any other space, but when it comes to the game of business, entrepreneurship, sales, whatever, the way that value is exchanged is typically through the exchange of money. And so what I have found to be a very interesting concept is I used to hold this belief, right? I had this belief that when money got involved in a relationship, that's when it got weird, right? And that somehow, that if there was money being asked for in exchange of things, right? That like, that would make you less friends with that person because now it's only a business relationship or only a business transaction. If you lack values with somebody, if you do not connect with someone on values, you have no other interaction with them except in a business transaction, then it's solely a business transaction relationship. And that is correct, correct, right? When you connect with someone first on values, that is incorrect. And I didn't understand the difference between these things, right? And so what happened was, is I was like, okay, if I'm gonna make their life better and they're gonna make my life better and time is a valuable resource, then that would mean that the best way or one of the best ways to build a relationship with someone in the business space is to either A, have me pay them a lot of money 
or B, them pay me a lot of money. Because if those things, ha if one of those things happened, right, then it would further the relationship because that would mean, and yeah, that would represent value being created, people's lives being better. Now, obviously you could do a mutual exchange of services or whatever. Technically, it doesn't have to be money in, you know, money, the monetary exchange. But I look at the relationship that I've had with Russell Brunson. I paid Russell Brunson a lot of money, right? He's made my life tremendously better with his products and services. I've, or Brad Gibb, one of my best friends in the whole world, right? Like he has paid me hundreds of thousands of dollars, hundreds of thousands. Why? Because in exchange for those hundreds of thousands of dollars, I deliver great exceptional work for him and his companies. Because inside of the relationship, I we share values, this transaction has happened, that trust is being built, right? I am getting paid to make his life better, right? Or I'm paying to have my life be better. Now the relationship becomes stronger and that person trusts you more. Now I'm gonna expand on this a little bit more here in just a second, but I wanna get to the third um, the third step here, because it'll bring this, this point home. Okay. Which is not only must there be an exchange of value that makes someone's life better, but step three is you must then go and be the person that actually does what they say they're going to do. You must be consistent in the relationship, right? So this applied to step number two is, Hey, I told Brad, Hey, if you pay me X number of dollars, I'm going to do X thing right? And he's like, okay. And he does that. Now, if he gives me lots of money, my life gets better. But if I don't do what I say I'm going to do, if I am not consistent in that, then his life doesn't get better. And now the relationship falls apart. Do you see how this is working? And so when it comes to building the relationship, the first thing you, we do is we say, okay, what are my values? And then if I am a powerful human being, a powerful man or woman inside of these values, who else has these values? Who are the men and the women that I want to go build relationships with that also have these values, right? Where are we going to connect? Then step two is to say, okay, now that I know that, now is this relationship going to be mutually beneficial? Are we going to make each other's life better? And if the answer is yes, then chances are the relationship is going to continue to get better or to get better and stronger. Because this is how ultra successful people operate. They operate at these high levels. So they pay you lots of money, you pay them lots of money, whatever that looks like. Let me use the relationship with Dan Henry for an example. In that relationship, I was the one that paid him lots of money. So even though we had less values than say in the relationship that with Brad and I having, right? I paid him lots of money, over $100,000 for him to go help me with my problems. And because I paid him, that was the value. I made his life better. He helped me with my stuff. I made his life better, right? Or he made my life better. Now we have a mutually beneficial relationship. See how this is starting to work? Now, listen, obviously like Brad also makes my life better outside of just the stuff that we do in business. Dan Henry and I have a relationship outside of just what we do in business. Russell Brunson and I have a relationship just outside of what we do in business right? But having a large financial transaction greatly accelerates that relationship. And then finally, step number three being, okay, are you consistent? Do you say what you say, or do you do what you say you're going to do? Well, in this particular case, Brad and I have had a multi-year long relationship because every time that Brad tells me he's going to do something, he's doing it. Every time I tell Brad he's, I'm going to do something, I'm doing it. Not only that, Brad is consistent inside of his business. Brad is consistent inside of his family. When I see him, how he operates, 
What he says he, who he says he is online is who he is in person. Same thing with Russell, right? The reason Russell and I have been friends and I've looked up to him for so long is because I'm like, hey, he says that family is important to him. He says his faith is important to him. And guess what? It still is important to him years later. Every time I see him, this is what, you know, this is who he says he is. And this is actually who he is. The same thing with me. And so the, at high levels of High relation, high level people having relationships, these high level relationships, right? Consistency over time is what continues to build trust and continues to maintain the relationship. Because if I were to change who I am over and over and over and over again, and I were, would say one thing and then change my mind and do this over here or promise this or all that, then trust degrades. So even though at the beginning, right? Maybe there was an exchange of value. Maybe at the beginning, there was a, a way where like we made each other's life better. If that changes over time, the relationship starts to deteriorate. Does that make sense? I know this was kind of technical a little bit, right? But when you start to operate and start thinking at this level, these kind of these three things of, okay, first, I'm going to connect with these people on values. Second, I'm going to make their life better, right? They're going to make my life better. There's this mutual, a mutual exchange of benefit. And then third, I am who I say I am. I do what I say I'm going to do, right? There's consistency. Those three concepts form high-level relationships with high-level people. So how I used to operate, old Josh, was I operated from a place of neediness. I, A, did not know my values and did not live them out, right? Second, I was looking for a relationship from someone to for me to get benefit from them without identifying how I could make their life better. And then third, even though I was maybe consistent in my business life on something, right, in one area, I was inconsistent with other areas of my life. So I was not checking the boxes of how a highly influential or highly successful person worked. So who was I building relationships with? People that were the same, people that didn't know their values, people that only wanted to take, and people that were inconsistent. And so therefore, that was who my life was surrounded by. And when you're in that mode, it's incredibly, incredibly difficult to see the world for anything different than people like that. You think everybody is like that. I did too, right? And so I would go up and I would have a level of success. I'd make some money. I would go up there and you know, have, have some, you know, get some followers, have, have some momentum. And then I would immediately freak out and being like, oh my gosh, but everybody's gonna change their mind on me and everyone's gonna backstab me and everyone's gonna do this. And then boom, I would go back to zero because that's who I was. I was not a person worthy. But when I changed who I was, when I changed how I operated, when I started to think and act like powerful people, I started to build powerful relationships. And then I was like, oh, wait a second. This guy knows about money and I want to learn about money. Let me go form a relationship with him. How can I provide value to him? What are the values that we're going to connect on? Right? I wouldn't want to learn about money from someone I didn't share values with. Right? And I was like, oh, in the relationship game, you know, in, in my marriage advice, right? In health advice, right? I look at, I look at my personal trainer, Right? Why do I, do I go with my personal trainer? Well, it's because we connected on values. Right? My personal trainer is a Christian. He values the same morals that, and has the same morals that I do. Right? He also is someone that believes in taking care of their body. Right? He's also someone that is consistently in the gym every single day. Right? And so it's like, okay, we connect on values. And not only do we connect on values, but when I'm around him, I get better. And when, he's, and when I pay him to make me better, right? Like he gets the benefit of money and I get the benefit of working out with him, right? And then there's consistency over time. Now, oh, I have a relationship with my trainer, right? Okay. Same thing in every single relationship that you have. So if you are an entrepreneur, if you are someone that wants to build these high level relationships, to learn from people in ways, 
that you would never be able to learn before. Like I've learned from Brad in ways that people that could pay him all the money in the world could never learn from him. Not because, not because he doesn't want to teach him like that, but because there's only one part of the relationship there, right? Same thing with Russell. I've learned from Russell. I've learned from these people where most people will never be able to learn in that way because they do not actually have a relationship with him. They have a, a single dimension relationship with him rather than a multi-dimension, a three-dimensional relationship with these people. All right, that's all I've got for you today. I hope this was helpful. I know this is much more of a teaching episode, but I wanted to just get this off my chest and be like, okay, I think, I think this is really valuable for, um, yeah, for, for people that really understand. And I wanted to have an episode that actually dove into the relationships here. So, um, quick note, we are at Funnel Hacking Live this week. So if you are going to be at Funnel Hacking Live, make sure to stop by and say hi. Uh, I will be there. And then coming up next week, we are going to start the launch of the five-day challenge that I'm doing with Dan Henry. So make sure to be on the lookout for that so you can get your tickets to that, the five-day challenge of how to go out and uh, build your, your get high-ticket clients, build your personal brand relationships by building a talk show and a golden mic. Really, really looking forward to that. All right, that is all I've got for you today. As always, do not be afraid to get wealthy. Do not be afraid to be influential. Just make sure you use that money, that wealth, and that influence for good. That's all for today. See you next time. Peace.